Gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you for you are the faithful and righteous God. We thank you for your overflowing faithfulness that gives a hope to unfaithful people like us. Your righteousness is truly gracious for it transforms sinners to change their hearts towards you. Speak your gospel to us again this morning so that our Friday will reflect the good Friday of your Son. In the most gracious and faithful name of Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. Yesterday, after Han told us that God included us in his promise to Abraham, and like Abraham, we received the promise to inherit God's world and the kingdom by faith alone, I could not stop thinking about a short phrase about the Abraham's faith that was against all hope against all hope, Abraham believed. Paul didn't just say that Abraham believed in hope, but he first emphasized against all hope, against all hope, Abraham believed. They realized that a Christian faith means journeying through, journeying through all false hopes in life and finding out that God is our ultimate, only true hope in life. Abraham, just like us, had many false hopes in his life and found out that God was the only standing true hope at the end. It is because God is the creator ex nihilo, meaning God who created everything out of nothing, including the resurrection out of death of Christ. Now let us read Romans 5, 1 to 11. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know suffering produces perseverance and perseverance, character, and character, and hope. And the hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our heart through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for the righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from his God's wrath through him? For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more? Having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this not only is this so, but also but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Today's passage starts with a therefore, which means it is a conclusion and application of a previous section. 
When Paul connected God's promise and righteousness that he showed to Abraham with the power of the resurrection of Jesus, the apostle tells us the blessing and privilege of God's justification by faith alone for sinners. That is none other than peace with God. Peace with God. Verse 1, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace is a major theme in the book of Romans as well as a Paul's theology. The word peace appears 93 times in the New Testament and then more than 50% of it 47 times in Paul's letters. And guess what? Among Paul's letters, Romans mentioned peace more than any other book, total 11 times. So today I want us to learn three blessings and privileges of God's peace through Christ who died on the cross to make us righteous or justify us before God. First of all, peace of God gives us confidence. Peace of God gives us a confidence. Verse 2, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast, we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Up to now, Paul used the boasting negatively in the book of Romans. But here for the first time, Paul uses boasting positively. Why? Peace of God through Christ came, came from God's grace not from our good works of moral behaviors or religious rituals. Through Christ, we now have the surest, the safest, the sweetest boasting or confidence. By the way, do you like boasting? Do you like someone who boasts a lot? When we see someone boasting whatever and whoever in their life, don't we all silently wish that God burst, God burst the, his a bubble, the person's you know bubble of a boasting and the break his uh, you know his or her man-made uh, confidence? Why? Human boasting is not inclusive, but always selective, privileging a few at the expense of many others. But boasting Christ and his grace is a different. It is the sweetest because it includes and invites everyone. It is also surest because it is based on the resurrection of Christ who defeated the death on the cross. Confidence of boasting in Christ is also surely, I mean, it's, it's also safest as we will see because it humbles us and transforms us. That's the second blessing of a God's peace. Peace of God through Christ gives us character transformation. Not just confidence, also character transformation. Look at the verse 3. Not only so, we also glory in our sufferings. Because we know suffering produces perseverance. And the perseverance character, character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our heart through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Peace of God leads us not only to boast the hope of the glory of God, but glory 
in our suffering, boast our suffering. Our confidence in God's justification of sinners by faith alone does not make us actually lazy or complacent in our spiritual life. We cannot say, God loves me no matter what, and so I can do whatever I want. That is not a true understanding of God's grace. Bonhoeffer called such a selfish appropriation of a grace, cheap grace. I call it nothing but a self-justification for sin. Real confidence in God's glory and true realization of His love always lead us to love God more faithfully and sacrificially than ever. At the end, boasting God's grace brings out my character transformation. By the way, Paul was not the only one who believed in this transformative blessing of God's grace. Peter also said a similar thing in 2 Peter chapter 1. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness a knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance and godliness, to godliness a mutual affection, and a mutual affection love. Paul, I mean Peter also talks about character transformation through the gospel of Christ. James also said in James 1, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face the trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Here we see the gospel truth. Justification always leads us to sanctification. Justification without sanctification is a cheap grace. And sanctification without justification is a counterfeit good work. Gospel always produces the fruit of good works. So let me ask you this question. Are you better today in your gratitude and humility and faithfulness and love than when you started your spiritual journey with Christ? Third and Third, the peace of God gives us new commission. New commission. That is a work of a reconciliation. Verse 10. For if there were, if we were God's enemies and we are reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we save through his life? Not, on, not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have now received reconciliation. Here Paul mentioned the reconciliation three times. Today's passage starts with a peace and ends with a reconciliation. Although peace and reconciliation are not exactly identical, they are essentially inseparable from each other. God's faithful and righteous love through Christ not only gives us his peace, but also makes us become peacemakers. Our experience of a peace of God leads us to commitment and commission of a ministry of a reconciliation. In his earlier letter, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, Paul clearly expressed that those redeemed or recreated in Christ received the ministry of a reconciliation. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17, 
Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, a new creation has become. The old has gone. Behold, the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of a reconciliation. Ministry of a reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ and counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of a reconciliation. According to Paul, we are not only reconciled to God in Christ, but we are also reconcilers. Peace of God in Christ is more than a product of a religious consumption, but it is a power of a reconciliation for the world. Christ gave us the peace of God that our world can be reconciled to God. Dear brothers and sisters, we are not just forgiven. We are also forgivers and fighters for peace. Let us fight for peace with the grace of God in Jesus Christ today. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we cannot praise you enough and thank you enough for giving us your peace through your Son. Truly your love for us is so faithful and sacrificial that we don't just believe but we want to boast about it to everyone. We want to subdue every false boasting and worldly confidence to the confidence in your grace. We want people not just to hear about your gospel from us, but see your gospel in us, especially in our suffering, in our perseverance, and in our hope. Make us your peacemakers in our violently suffering world. Right now, our world needs your peace more than ever and more than anything. Have a mercy on Ukraine and Russia, God. May your churches everywhere in this world, especially in Ukraine and Russia, become a faithful peacemakers now. Empower us. Empower every one of us in forest to help our BIPs be reconciled to you. In the name of our Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, who became God's sacrifice for our God's just our sacrifice for God's justice. We pray. Amen.